When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Yeah, everybody, let's uh, say good riddance to 2020. Welcome in 2021. It is January the 1st. I'm your host, Nick Eber. This is World Soccer Radio, the New Year's Day edition. And why, you might ask, Nick, are you working on New Year's Day? Well, obviously, because we've had football today. We've got massive football matches coming up over the weekend. Let's talk about them all. Let's talk Saturday matches, Sunday matches, Monday matches, and of course, no show, no day in the Premier League. The world's greatest soap opera would be complete, or should I say reality show, would be complete without plenty of controversy, and we have loads of it today. So much to get to. Uh, let's talk about the Edison Cavani suspension. Uh, I personally you know, I'm dead set against any form of racism, but I think this one maybe has dropped the ball. The mark has been dropped on this one. I'm going to tell you why. And let's talk about Karen Carney. I am going to tell you why, folks. You know me. I'm a bleeding heart liberal. But I'm going to tell you why I think what's being pushed out about Karen Carney and her feud with Leeds United is a total ridiculous, crazy double standard. I'll tell you about that when we come back. World Soccer Radio, presented by BetOnline.ag. We are on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, as well as Sirius XM. Plus, I'd like to welcome to the show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. Great to be with you. We're also on iHeartRadio. Tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app. And if you miss any part of this show, you can catch up with us right after the show on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, a podcast network. We have a great weekend of sports in front of us, including what is going to be, in my opinion, well, just in my humble opinion, two great matches to watch out for. Tottenham Leeds, that's tomorrow morning early, that's Saturday morning early game, and then Chelsea Man City, the two marquee matches, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. Don't forget about Southampton-Liverpool on Monday. That's going to be a good one as well. All right, Man United are currently just behind Liverpool, top of the table on points after a very, well, let's just, I won't say lucky, but a hard-earned win at home against a very game Aston Villa side. Let's talk about that. Burnley's got new ownership. So much to get to. World Soccer Radio. I'll be right back after this. <laughs> Welcome back. World Soccer Radio presented to you by betonline.ag and with both NBA and college basketball back plus NFL college football playoffs, of course, the Premier League, the Champions League will be getting up again in a few weeks. 
uh, everything. It's all just right around the corner. So with all these sports going on, there's plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat their NBA championship, or you're thinking that Man United can sneak their way to winning the Premier League and make Ole Gunnar Solskjaer a hero, you know, or someone's going to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, well, go to betonline.ag from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online and there's always the online casino as well which never closes just like the casinos here in my hometown of las vegas so head over to betonline.ag today take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses and there are a lot of them trust me again that's betonline.ag sign up today and make bet online your online sportsbook experts and as I tell you every time I talk about our title sponsor, and by the way, thank them because without Bet Online, without Believe, without our sponsors that you hear, there's no show. But if you're going to bet on sports, which is a really fun thing to do, please do it responsibly. Make it a uh, little bit of entertainment and not a whole lot of a lifestyle, okay? All right, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio. Nick Gieber with you. Before I get into all the matches, the table, uh, you know, who's doing what, when, where, to whom, talk about the match cancellations, talk about the fact that Manchester City will be playing a massive match against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge with five players currently out for quarantine, including players like Gabriel Jesus. I mean, not good. So all sorts of really interesting things that could happen all sorts of storylines outside of what's happening on the pitch. I want to just touch on a couple of them before we get into the table and the results, and give, I'll give you my patented pundits, uh, Premier League predictions and prognostications for the weekend with money lines and odds courtesy of betonline.ag. Let's talk about a couple of things happening. First of all, Edison Cavani... Um, who, you know, plays right now for Manchester United. He is a very good player, I have to tell you. I mean, if you don't know much about Edison Cavani, uh, I don't know quite where you've been. He's a Uruguayan player. He's uh, 33. He's a little bit, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit on the, uh, getting on the longy, toothy side, but a very, very good player and a prolific, prolific uh, score rate. 200 matches for PSG, 138 goals, 69 matches for Napoli. Um, actually, I, I think he's had a bit more because he was on loan from Palermo, I want to say. So for the three years he was at Napoli, he had about 104 matches, and he scored 78 goals. Okay? Is that's just about all you need to know. 118 caps for Uruguay, 51 goals. Is Edison Cavani... A wonderful player. Yes, he is. Is he playing with, for me, the club that is the antichrist of football clubs right now with Manchester United? Yes, he is. But I don't hold that against him, actually. He's a wonderful player. But look, where are we going with this? Where we're going with this is recently he had a little bit of controversy because um, he, being Uruguayan, this is a different culture. And if you know a lots of people from... Um, uh, South America, you know, these cultures vary, even though they all speak Spanish or they speak uh, Portuguese. But what happened is uh, Cavani had a game where he scored two goals, and he got a lot of he got a lot of um, praise for it, and a lot of praise on 
social media. So one of his friends sent him a uh, sent him a tweet, basically saying uh, congratulations. And Cavani replied, "Gracias negrito," along with a handshake emoji. Now, okay. Let's just deal with this. This is pretty much the same term that Luis Suarez used against Patrick Evra when he was suspended in back in 2011, which is, you know, what, 10 years ago already. I remember when he said that to Patrice Evra? I, I, I certainly do. What you have to understand is that this is a nuanced word that is a sign of endearment and, infect, uh, and affection to some people and an absolutely horrible racist slur to others. So I would suggest possibly Luis Suarez's use of it to Patrice Evra was a racist use of it, whereas uh, Edison, Edison Cavani's use of it was possibly, certainly the intent was not to be uh, a racist or to offend. This was his friend, and he was saying thank you. E either way, he was sus been suspended for three matches, forced to go through... Uh, you know, racial sensitivity training and all the stuff. Edinson Cavani is not a racist. Okay, I'm just going to come right out and say it. I understand that people are offended, and he should certainly not have used that term. So in terms of maybe people should say, you know what, maybe in Uruguayan culture this is okay, but if you're in the UK this isn't okay, et cetera, et cetera. But a three-match suspension, I think you have to look sometimes at intent here. And I just don't see it. I think this is the wrong. I think this is the wrong thing to do. Rather than use this as an educational opportunity, we're punishing a guy who really didn't say anything that he thought, or the or the or the recipient of the of the uh, of the tweet was thought to be racist. He isn't a racist, and I think this is a little bit of overreach in the name of political correctness. Uh, certainly education, because if some people are offended, some people are offended, and that's not a good thing. We will all agree on that. So uh, I may be controversial in my opinion here. I'd love to hear from you. Tell me why I'm wrong. I'd love to hear I'm completely open-minded. I would love to hear why I'm wrong. Or tell me why I'm right. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. The other story, uh, sort of along the same tone, and I'm going to be a... Uh, politically in insensitive and probably incorrect here. Car Karen Carney, the ex-England international, who is a pundit on television in England, went on television and was talking about Leeds United, and she basically said Leeds United were promoted because from the championship uh, in a large part, well, maybe she didn't say in a large part, I don't want to put things into her mouth, but essentially what she said is that they were promoted because of COVID, because of the break. And at the pace, that, the, the point she was making was at the pace that Leeds United play, they typically kind of poop out towards the end of the season, but the COVID break allowed them to get their energy back and they were promoted because of that. Now, look, that is a very, very stupid thing to say. Number one, I think it's incredibly insensitive because... Nobody wanted the COVID outbreak. It's killed hundreds of thousands worldwide, actually, 1.8 million people. Uh, the sport we all love was shut down for four or five months as a result of it. And, every, and it sent many, many teams to the 
brink of bankruptcy. And in fact, if you drill down the spectrum, by the way, here in the United States, no different. We're going to at some point talk about what's happening with Major League Soccer and uh, and their collective bargaining situation and the um, uh, and what's going on there. But it was very, very insensitive thing for her to say. Leeds United own United's ownership put up a tweet, uh, basically, where they responded and they said, I'm going to have to pick this up on the other side of the break. Oh, it's such a great story, too. All right, well, I'm going to pick it up on the other side of the break. Let's talk about it. I want to know, am I wrong? Let's talk about Karen Carney and her idiotic statements, which were idiotic, by the way. Uh, but let's talk about Leeds United. Were they wrong to do what they did? And if you don't know what they did, stay tuned, because right after the break, trust me, I'm going to tell you what Leeds United did. You're listening to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also Sirius XM, American Forces, iHeartRadio, tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app, and be sure to check us out on our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. I'll be right back after this. Well, 2021 feels so much better already, and we're just a few hours into it. Uh, welcome back. Before we get on with the rest of World Soccer Radio, I wanted to highlight a couple of other podcasts on the Believe Podcast Network. I want you to check them out. First, there's BSI, the podcast, hosted by former and current uh, USL and MLS players Benny Failhaber, Sal Ziso, and Ike Para. BSI, the podcast, it's a show where our hosts call up a weekly guest. They talk about current events, soccer, uh, politics. They share behind-the-scenes stories. It's all—it's a lot of fun. They even have a part called Ike's Interrogation, which I think is very funny, where they pepper their guests with loads of quick fan questions, machine gun style. And then Shep Messing Daily Cast, where Shep, who is a uh, NASL vet, uh, MLS vet, he's a soccer broadcaster, big New York soccer figure, talks all things New York Red Bulls, and when they're not in season talks, all things global football. So if you're the protector of the Passaic, if you're a soccer fan or even just a sports fan, uh, be sure to check out BSI the podcast and the Shep Messing Daily Cars today, wherever you listen to your podcasts, and subscribe to them on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now back to the show. Let's get back to World Soccer Radio presented by the betonline.ag. Of course, we are on that Believe Network as well. All right, before the break, we were talking a little bit about Karen Carney, and the uh, it's a huge controversy going on right now because she said while she was on Prime Video Sport that in talking about Leeds United that they had basically been promoted because of COVID, and uh, you know I, I thought that was a, a really insensitive, by the way, incorrect, just flat out incorrect, and and this was in the back of their uh, their five nil thumping of Leeds United at West Brom uh, on back on Tuesday, all right? So Leeds United took offense to this and I, I mean you have to you have to you, you 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 can understand why, right? I mean this is a team Leeds United that won the championship last year. There is possibly the most difficult league in the world to win because first of all they're 24 teams, they're 46 matches in a season. Uh, you're not playing 
necessarily at eight to eight, uh, from 1 to 24. The quality of those teams are all over the place. You get to go to places like uh, Reading and Millwall and Preston, and you get to go to uh, uh, Hull. I mean, it, it's, it's never easy to play, okay? But Leeds United won it by 10 points and a plus 42 goal differential. West Brom also got automatic promotion. They had 10 goals less in their goal differential. So think about that for a second. For her to say that they won the championship and promotion to the Premier League because of COVID, I thought was a really, really insensitive thing to say. If that had been a male broadcaster, I'm going to say it right now, he would have got a lot of stick for this. Leeds United put up a tweet that put that in the tweet they put a uh, video of her piece that she did on Prime Video Sports where she said this. Then they put a little sort of thoughtful emoji that said promoted because of COVID. Then they put a smiley emo emoji that said won the league by 10 points. And then they clapping emoji, hi Prime Video Sports, a little sarcasm. Well, as a result of this, a bunch of morons, and I want to be—I want to be absolutely sure here—have been harassing Karen Carney and giving her a lot of stick. I, I don't know what they've been saying on there. I can't imagine it's been very nice, and uh, I think that's unfortunate for her. But the focus, rather than being on the stupid thing that Karen Carney said, or the completely inappropriate, despicable, disgusting behavior of those people that have been uh, trolling her on Twitter. The focus is on Leeds United and what a double standard they have, how they should never have put this tweet up, uh, uh, you know, how it's their fault because of what she said and because of what third party's reaction was to what she said. That is just not right. She needs to be held accountable for what she said. The women in football group came out and said Leeds tweet where they basically put a clip of her saying this, said promoted because of COVID, yet we won the league by 10 points, that that was in some way inappropriate. I mean, I don't understand it. That's inappropriate, but saying Leeds won the championship because of COVID is not? Ah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, we have just become, first of all, no, no time for the morons that are delving and driving into the depths of depravity and uh, in, in what they say to her. And, and no one should be responsible for that level of unprofessionalism. And uh, But you are talking about social media, which is filled with, uh, let's just say it politely, morons, shall we? Is Leeds United at fault? Should Leeds United have taken down the the tweet? Maybe they should have put it up and taken it down. But really, to have as much outcry? My friend Georgie Bingham? Come on, Georgie. Why are we not talking about the stupidity of her statement? The insensitivity of her statement? By the way, um, <laughs> you know, look at Liverpool last year. They were running away with the Premier League, and they did win it by a big margin. But if you remember, when they got back from COVID break, it, you know, it closed. They started losing games. They started dropping points. People started scoring goals against them. 
So the COVID break doesn't mean that this great rest is fabulous for you because the other teams that Leeds United were playing were rested as well. So we have to hold people accountable. When I was working for Fox, uh, doing fo football, I can tell you, I said some stupid things and I remember getting, you know, dragged by the ear up to David Sternberg's office to have to account for my statements. This was a little before the sort of era of the mass social media. But then, of course, uh, the original World Soccer Daily, you can remember Stephen Cohen, my partner at the time, said some rather inopportune, stupid things about Liverpool Football Club that were wildly insensitive and wrong. And we got lambasted by it. Well, not we, because I was not part of those statements, obviously. But he did. As he should have been. So you, you can't make statements and not be held accountable for them. And you can't hold the person that's shining the spotlights to your stupid statement accountable for, their, uh, for the actions of really stupid people who themselves are misogynistic, horrible, sexist bastards. There's no doubt about that. But that's not Leeds United's fault. Making a stupid statement and not being able and not giving Leeds United the opportunity to respond to it it's not having an open dialogue. It's not using social media fairly. It's not being able to give someone the right to respond. What do you think? Is this just silly, oversensitive, double standards? Is, and are we giving Karen Carney a pass because of the stupid statements she made? Surely she should stand up and apologize and move on. And at that point, we can, we can get over this. Do Leeds United have anything to apologize for? No, they do not. Do the idiots that get up on social media and attack people because they're women or because of this, that, and the other have a lot to apologize for? Of course, they're despicable, disgusting morons. I don't even want to share the same planet with them. But that's not Leeds United's fault for standing up for their club, their players, their staff, and their achievements of last season. And if I might add, their achievements of this season. All right, let's get back on with it, shall we? Uh, that's my thoughts. Uh, what do you think? Am I dead wrong on this? Am I just an anachronism? And I am, am I an old sexist fogey? Am I just a, um, a, a misogynistic old uh, relic from the past? I, I, am I? Let me know. Send me a tweet. I mean, I'm not that old. I, I do have, well, I am actually, but I do actually have a Twitter account, at Nick Gebert, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Let me know. Tell me how I'm wrong, please. Enlighten me on both of these issues. On the Edison Cavani issue and on this other issue here with Leeds United and Karen Carney. All right, let's talk about what's happened on the pitch because it has been an absolutely unreal uh, week, midweek of football during this silly season. Let's start. By the way, I gave you a bunch of results and I didn't run, you know, I threw them out. But I can tell you for the Tuesday matches, I got every one of these correct except for one, which was actually the Leeds United, uh, pardon me, was the West Ham-Southampton match. I got that one wrong. I got everything else right. Arsenal won. Sheffield United lost. Southampton-West Ham was a draw. I got that one wrong. Leeds went to West Brom, um, put five goals past them at the Hawthorns. United win 1-0 against Wolves, kind of eke out that victory. And we're going to see that again. We saw that again today, by the way, with uh, Wolverhampton, with uh, Man United 
uh, beating a very good Aston Villa team. Newcastle-Liverpool, nil-nil. Did I see that? Not really, although I think I spoke about that on Wednesday's show. I know I spoke about Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then today we had two matches. David Moyes gets his gets his the last laugh the final comeuppance David Moyes gets a little bit of redemption as he goes to Goodison and West Ham beat Everton 1-0 I thought that match was going to be a lot better than it was actually uh, and then Man United get a uh, a gritty win against a game Aston Villa side at Old Trafford United now share the top of the table with Liverpool with 33 points although a eight an eight point goal differential um, let's talk about it when we come back Let's take a look at the fixtures for the weekend uh, through Monday because we have a full slate. That's what we're here to do. This is World Soccer Radio, and this is the patented Premier League punters prognostication and prediction show, which we have every Friday. Be right back after this. Well, 2021 feels so much better already, and we're just a few hours into it. Uh, Welcome back. Before we get on with the rest of World Soccer Radio, I wanted to highlight a couple of other podcasts on the Believe Podcast Network. I want you to check them out. First, there's BSI, the podcast hosted by former and current uh, USL and MLS players Benny Failhaber, Sal Ziso, and Aiko Para. BSI, the podcast, it's a show where our hosts call up a weekly guest. They talk about current events, soccer, uh, politics. They share behind-the-scenes stories. It's all—it's a lot of fun. They even have a part called Ike's Interrogation, which I think is very funny, where they pepper their guests with loads of quick fan questions, machine gun style. And then Shep Messing Daily Cast, where Shep, who is a uh, NASL vet, uh, MLS vet, he's a soccer broadcaster, big New York soccer figure, talks all things New York Red Bulls, and when they're not in season talks, all things global football. So if you're the protector of the Passaic, if you're a soccer fan or even just a sports fan, uh, be sure to check out BSI the podcast and the Shep Messing Daily Cars today, wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe to them on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now back to the show. Let's get back to World Soccer Radio presented by the betonline.ag. Of course, we are on that Believe Network as well. All right, before the break, we were talking a little bit about Karen Carney, and the uh, it's a huge controversy going on right now because she said while she was on Prime Video Sport that in talking about Leeds United that they had basically been promoted because of COVID, and uh, you know I, I thought that was a, a really insensitive, by the way, incorrect, just flat out incorrect, and and this was in the back of their uh, their five nil thumping of Leeds United at West Brom uh, on back on Tuesday, all right? So Leeds United took offense to this and I, I mean you have to you have to you, you you can understand why, right? I mean this is a team Leeds United that won the championship last year. There is possibly the most difficult league in the world to win because first of all they're 24 teams, they're 46 matches in a season. Uh, you're not playing necessarily at eight to eight, uh, from 1 to 24. The quality of those teams are all over the place. You get to go to places like uh, Reading and Millwall and Preston, and you get to go to uh, uh, Hull. I mean, it, it's it's never easy 
to play, okay? But Leeds United won it by 10 points and a plus 42 goal differential. West Brom also got automatic promotion. They had 10 goals less in their goal differential. So think about that for a second. For her to say that they won the championship and promotion to the Premier League because of COVID, I thought was a really, really insensitive thing to say. If that had been a male broadcaster, I'm going to say it right now, he would have got a lot of stick for this. Leeds United put up a tweet that put that in the tweet they put a uh, video of her piece that she did on Prime Video Sports where she said this. Then they put a little sort of thoughtful emoji that said promoted because of COVID. Then they put a smiley emo emoji that said won the league by 10 points. And then they clapping emoji, hi Prime Video Sports, a little sarcasm. Well, as a result of this, a bunch of morons, and I want, to be, I want to be absolutely sure here, have been harassing Karen Carney and giving her a lot of stick. I don't know what they've been saying on that. I can't imagine it's been very nice, and uh, I think that's unfortunate for her. But the focus, rather than being on the stupid thing that Karen Carney said or the completely inappropriate, despicable, disgusting behavior of those people that have been uh, trolling her on Twitter. The focus is on Leeds United and what a double standard they have, how they should never have put this tweet up, uh, uh, you know, how it's their fault because of what she said and because of what third party's reaction was to what she said. That is just not right. She needs to be held accountable for what she said. The women in football group came out and said Leeds tweet where they basically put a clip of her saying this, said promoted because of COVID, yet we won the league by 10 points, that that was in some way inappropriate. I mean, I don't understand it. That's inappropriate, but saying Leeds won the championship because of COVID is not? Ah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, we have just become, first of all, no, no time for the morons that are delving and driving into the depths of depravity and uh, in, in what they say to her. And, and no one should be responsible for that level of unprofessionalism. And uh, But you are talking about social media, which is filled with, uh, let's just say it politely, morons, shall we? Is Leeds United at fault? Should Leeds United have taken down the the tweet? Maybe they should have put it up and taken it down. But really, to have as much outcry, my friend Georgie Bingham, come on, Georgie. Why are we not talking about the stupidity of her statement, the insensitivity of her statement? By the way, um, <laughs> you know, look at Liverpool last year. They were running away with the Premier League, and they did win it by a big margin. But if you remember, when they got back from COVID break, it, you know, it closed. They started losing games. They started dropping points. People started scoring goals against them. So the COVID break doesn't mean that this great rest is fabulous for you because the other teams that Leeds United were playing were rested as well. So we have to hold people accountable. When I was working for Fox... 
uh, doing fo- football, I can tell you, I said some stupid things, and I remember getting, you know, dragged by the ear up to David Sternberg's office to have to account for my statements. This was a little before the sort of era of the mass social media. But then, of course, uh, the original World Soccer Daily, you can remember Stephen Cohen, my partner at the time, said some rather inopportune, stupid things about Liverpool Football Club that were wildly insensitive and wrong. And we got lambasted by it. Well, not we, because I was not part of those statements, obviously. But he did. As he should have been. So you, you can't make statements and not be held accountable for them. And you can't hold the person that's shining the spotlights to your stupid statement accountable for, their, for the actions of really stupid people who themselves are misogynistic, horrible, sexist bastards. There's no doubt about that. But that's not Leeds United's fault. Making a stupid statement and not being able and not giving Leeds United the opportunity to respond to it. It's not having an open dialogue. It's not using social media fairly. It's not being able to give someone the right to respond. What do you think? Is this just silly, oversensitive, double standards? Is, and are we giving Karen Carney a pass because of the stupid statements she made? Surely she should stand up and apologize and move on. And at that point, we can, we can get over this. Do Leeds United have anything to apologize for? No, they do not. Do the idiots that get up on social media and attack people because they're women or because of this, that, and the other have a lot to apologize for? Of course, they're despicable, disgusting morons. I don't even want to share the same planet with them. But that's not Leeds United's fault for standing up for their club their players, their staff, and their achievements of last season. And if I might add, their achievements of this season. All right, let's get back on with it, shall we? Uh, that's my thoughts. Uh, what do you think? Am I dead wrong on this? Am I just an anachronism? And I am, am I an old sexist fogey? Am I just a, um, a, a misogynistic old uh, relic from the past? I, I, am I? Let me know. Send me a tweet. I mean, I'm not that old. I, I do have, well, I am actually, but I do actually have a Twitter account at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Let me know. Tell me how I'm wrong, please. Enlighten me on both of these issues. On the Edison Cavani issue and on this other issue here with Leeds United and Karen Carney. All right, let's talk about what's happened on the pitch because it has been an absolutely unreal uh, week, midweek of football during this silly season. Let's start. By the way, I gave you a bunch of results and I didn't run, you know, I threw them out. But I can tell you for the Tuesday matches, I got every one of these correct except for one, which was actually the Leeds United, uh, pardon me, was the West Ham-Southampton match. I got that one wrong. I got everything else right. Arsenal won. Sheffield United lost. Southampton-West Ham was a draw. I got that one wrong. Leeds went to West Brom, uh, put five goals past them at the Hawthorns. United win 1-0 against Wolves, kind of eke out that victory. And we're going to see that again. We saw that again today, by the way, with uh, Wolverhampton, with uh, Man United uh, beating a very good Aston Villa team. Newcastle-Liverpool, 0-0. Did I see that? Not really, although I think I spoke about that on Wednesday's show. I know I spoke about Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then today we had two matches. 
David Moyes gets his <laughs> gets his the last laugh, the final comeuppance. David Moyes gets a little bit of redemption as he goes to Goodison and West Ham beat Everton one nil. I thought that match was going to be a lot better than it was actually. Uh, and then Man United get a uh, a gritty win against a game Aston Villa side at Old Trafford. United now share the top of the table with Liverpool with 33 points, although a eight an eight-point goal differential. Um, let's talk about it when we come back. Let's take a look at the fixtures for the weekend uh, through Monday because we have a full slate. That's what we're here to do. This is World Soccer Radio, and this is the patented Premier League punters prognostication and prediction show, which we have every Friday. Be right back after this. All right, that song is a perfect ode to say goodbye to 2020 and hello to 2021. Happy New Year, everybody. That was no fun from Iggy and the Stooges and 2020. Honestly, outside of just a few things that happened during the year of Liverpool winning the title uh, was, was fun. There was very little fun and a lot of tragedy. And we are happy to see the back of 2020 and welcome in 2021. All right, um, we are presented to you by betonline.ag and our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Uh, let me recap my picks for you for the weekend and Monday matches. Tottenham leads at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I say take Tottenham, minus 127. Crystal, that would be an exciting match. You want to watch it. Palace, Sheffield United at Selhurst Park. Take Crystal Palace. Brighton Wolves at... at uh, the draw, that's at the Amex, take draw. Uh, West Brom, Arsenal at the Hawthorns, take the away. Arsenal continue their winning streak and extend it to three games. Burnley, Fulham, take Burnley. New ownership, new mentality, bit of optimism. Uh, Newcastle, Leicester City at St. James's Park, take Leicester City, the visitors. Chelsea, Man City at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea, plus 173, or maybe a draw, plus 240. Lots of injuries for Manchester City will definitely cause them some problems. And finally, at St. Mary's, take Liverpool to get a well-needed away win against what is essentially their feeder club with Southampton. And I'm sorry, Saints fans, I, I had to mention that. All right. Hope you enjoyed the show. I always enjoy bringing it to you. We are presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You have my predictions and prognostications and the money lines for all of these. Those money lines, courtesy of betonline.ag. So if you want to make a little bet, have a little punt, head over there. Just remember, bet responsibly, make it your entertainment, and not a lifestyle. Just a reminder, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern Time for all you early birds on Sports Overnight America. I'm with you Monday through Friday, bring you the best in the beautiful game. Find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Have a wonderful New Year's weekend. Enjoy the football. I'll chat to you on Monday.
when your skin feels nourished and glows. You radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.